Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or The Notorious Fantasy, and today we are doing a 12-team PPR mock draft. I am joined with my compadre, my friend, Tyler Moss, at Tyler Moss NFL on Twitter. We are doing a 12-team PPR mock draft, like I said, from the 8th overall selection, as requested by one of my subscribers, Alex M. Thank you very much for the support, and make sure you guys leave comments down below asking for your mock draft, because I'll make sure to do them with either me, Tyler, or me by myself, and or me and some other people. Who fucking knows? But we're going to get into this and have a great time. So, Tyler, do you have anything to say before we get into the draft? Yeah, um, I know you, how much you guys love me on the channel, so go ahead and light my ass down in the comments about how uh, how much the glasses uh, fade my, my intelligence. And a uh, quick shout out to Snacks for delaying this video like 20 minutes, only he knows why. So uh, I'll give him that plug, Snacks BDG. Yep. Shout out to Snack. So the roster positions for this draft, one quarterback, two running backs, two wideouts, a tight end flex, kicker, defense, and six bench spots. So a pretty typical draft. If you guys want something out of the, out of the ordinary, you know, maybe a super flex draft since a lot of people play with that, make sure to leave that down below in the comments. Triple kicker league. Let's start the video here. Let's kick it off. Let's let kick off, as they say, in the NFL. So we're going to say not now to this new draft room experience because the new draft room experience is completely no bueno. So as we get into the draft, the first pick, can you click the draft board for me yet again, if you can remember where it was. Okay, there we go. So Christian McCaffrey was the first overall pick, followed by Saquon Barkley, Michael Thomas, Ezekiel Elliott, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, and Joe Mixon. So only one wide receiver early in the draft. What do you think about that? Yeah, that's uh, that's looking about how it's how it's, how it's stacking up right now. Um, I think most home leagues, this is what you're going to look at. Home leagues love to go running backs. Um, they appreciate the value of it. If you're if you're dealing with pretty uh, pretty smart guys uh, in your league, this is how this is how everything's fallen out. They want to get their running backs early. They understand the value of them. So only one Michael Thomas going off the board at the wide receiver position. Yeah, that makes sense. This is how a, a home league would be chalking out. Yeah, 100%. Unless you're your home league, you're drafting with a bunch of crazy people, then like Lamar Jackson has already been picked. So let's go to the cheat sheets here and figure out who we're going to want to be picking here with our first overall selection at the 108. So all the quarterbacks are available, but we don't do that early. So running back still available, Derek Henry, Aaron Jones, Nick Chubb, Austin Eckler, Josh Jacobs. Wide receiver still available, guys like Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Mr. Julio Jones, Tyreek Hill, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. So where would you look here at the 108? Yeah, it hurt. Uh, 108, Joe Mixon's my move all the time. Uh, anytime, but unfortunately, it does go off. Uh, so if he's not there, and I'm looking at Derrick Henry, Aaron Jones, Nick Chubb, I mean, these aren't guys that I'm looking at. Uh, the second pick is is even a challenge for if I want to actually take them. So I'm looking at wide receiver, and my number two wide receiver is DeAndre Hopkins. So that would be my personal move. Yeah. Okay. I understand that. I would. I like Nick Chubb more than all those guys. I don't think. This is a 12-team league, so I don't know if I would necessarily do it. If this was a 14-team league, I'm 100% taking Nick Chubb here, getting the value at the running back. But I would go my second wide receiver, which is, to me, it's between Tyreek and Devontae Adams. I know you like DeAndre Hopkins. I just don't. I mean, we could take the pick here. It's pretty much whatever wide receiver you prefer right here is who the fuck you are going to pick. So we can go with Adams, Hopkins, Julio, whatever. But to me, I think I would pick Tyreek Hill here. Rock, paper, scissor in this one? Yeah. Rock, papers, scissors, shoot. Oh, both scissors. Oh, rock, man. papers, scissors, shoot. Oh. Rock, papers, scissors, shoot. Oh, my oh, God. Rock, papers, scissors, shoot. 
Let's go, bud. Let's yeah. go. We're going with Tyreek Hill here. So Tyreek Hill, to me, has just an absurd amount of talent. I am a bit worried about the fact that he has been getting banged up a little, and he is a bit inconsistent. Like, he'll drop, like, 30 points, and they'll kind of fade out. But I still think starting off your team with a guy that can win you a week completely by himself, I would very much like to start the team off with Tyreek Hill. I could see your reasoning for Hopkins. I see the reasoning for Adams. So I'd go Tyreek Hill here, and that's who we're going to pick because I'm a rock, paper, scissors champion. So... Did Select Tyreek Hill. You didn't even oh, click on him. You got to click draft. There you go. Draft. Could you imagine? Yeah, okay. So after we picked Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams came out the board, followed by DeAndre Hopkins, Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs, uh, Julio Jones, Lamar Jackson, Chris Godwin, Amari Cooper. So Lamar Jackson, very early, very, very early. I mean, in your at-home league, would not be surprised if that happened, to be honest. Would not be surprised at all. But don't do that. So one, two, three. Seven wide receivers have been selected off the board thus far, much more running backs. So where are you looking here uh, at our second pick here at the 2-5? You already said it. My pick's Nick Chubb. Uh, again, um, Joe Mixon isn't there. If Josh Jacobs isn't there, you don't really have much of an argument in your mind. Uh, my pick here would be Nick Chubb, Josh Jacobs uh, at, at this kind of ADP where you're sitting in the, in the draft. Um, so I'd be plenty okay with either of them. So if one of them's open and available here, I'm going Nick Chubb. Yeah, I completely, I completely agree. I love Nick Chubb here. I mean, Aaron Jones, sure, he has great talent, but he scored too many touchdowns last year. He was just getting all the right looks that could necessarily just go completely wrong for a guy. A guy like Leonard Fournette, who we don't really like that much, he was fucking scoring th- – he scored, what, three touchdowns? Like, that's never going to happen. So we went with Nick Chubb, though. I love Nick Chubb, especially on a run-heavy Cleveland offense. So scroll down here real quick to look at the draft board. Yep. You got to click, click on the draft board. This, this thing is too complicated. So Nick Chubb, then Aaron Jones, Odell Beckham Jr., Kenyon Drake, Kenny Galladay, Austin Eckler, Travis Kelsey, Mike Evans, George Kittle, DJ Moore, Cortland Sutton, Mark Andrews, Allen Robinson, Pat Mahomes, and Darren Waller. So four tight ends already off the board and two quarterbacks this early in the draft. What are your thoughts about taking a guy like Odell Beckham over a guy like Kenny Galladay, Evans, DJ Moore? To me, that's insane. Welcome to your home league. Uh, I think Fantasy Pros does a great job at, at not making advanced picks. And going very simple here, in all honesty with you, uh, if you're in a home league, Odell's going this early, uh, which is just how how that kind of chalks up. We're not taking him that early. If he was sitting here at this pick, I wouldn't take him. I just wouldn't. Nope. Um, I do not like the value of him at all. But in your home leagues, you're going to see names go off the board. Uh, it, just looking at this team, Alvin Kamara, Odell, Patrick Mahomes, that, that is a perfect home team. You'll, you'll see teams line up like that. Um, and then the same with the same with a guy like Darren Waller, where a team's just taking him because he was successful last year, and you're jumping on ADP to get a guy that you want. You'll see this in home leagues. So a lot of this is actually not so surprising to me, in all honesty. Yeah, no, it would not be surprised. It is surprising when you're doing it on a computer, but it's not very surprising at all when you see it go off. So do you see a tier break difference at the tight end? So we saw four tight ends go. So do you see a tier break between a guy like Mark Andrews, Kittle and Kelsey, and then for Waller? Because I really do. I don't. I don't see any reason why you'd take Waller anywhere near a guy like Mark Andrews. So my rankings have, uh, I have Kittle, Kelsey, Andrews, and then that's the tier break. I have Ertz actually in the Waller, Henry, Ingram kind of range. But after you get past those eight, it's it's over. I, well, seven. <laughs> it, it's, it's over. I can't count, by the way. I mean, there's just no other values that you're looking at. Um, yeah. Eighth round plus. That's when you're looking to go back to tight end. If you can't get one of those top three guys in my mind, there's no need to even pick it in the top five picks. So continue to build up the rest of your roster and pray that you hit on a guy like Fant, uh, Jacecki, Hawkinson. 
Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, I'm not taking Waller anywhere near where he's going. I understand Andrews in the third round, like, but that's a little too early for me. I'd prefer fourth round, but that's where he's going to go. People love to snag their tight ends early because they think, oh, this is just going to be super safe when, yeah, sure, probably true unless they get hurt. So now look at the draft board. We are up yet again. Our team so far, we have Nick Chubb and we have Mr. Tyreek Hill. So where should we look here? I'm huge at establishing running backs early, especially in home leagues. Running backs are so much more valuable there. Uh, people people just value it more. Um, they're going off more than than you want, so you have to grab them early, or or you're going to drown, um, and yeah. you're going to have to rely on guys that you do not want to rely on. So I think you go ahead and lock up uh, lock up a player whose other competition is left. He's now in Miami. I, I see zero competition even even going with it. Even Doug Peterson, even with his past of running kind of system. Uh, running backs uh, and and doing committees. Boston Scott is not a legit back at all to to make me think that Miles Sanders is going to be losing touches. So that's my pick. And I know you hate him. So let's go in here. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's not that I hate the player because I actually think he is very talented. Like he's a very talented guy. But the situation scares me. I know you said there's no running backs there, but we're doing this before the NFL draft. What happens if they draft a guy that Miles Sanders stonks go down? Leonard Fournette, to me, very safe. For dynasty purposes, not safe at all. Zero safety. He needs to. He's not wrapping his willy at all. He's going in raw dog. But right here in a redraft league, we only need him for one year. I love Leonard Fournette. To me, he's by far and away the better pick. But I got the last pick, so we can go with Miles Sanders here. I don't hate the pick at all, but I would personally go with Leonard Fournette. So you can go yeah, ahead and I'm pick actually learn how to function doing this. So I think I'm actually going to have to look up people and yeah. just draft like that. Yeah. So that even find him at the bottom. You kind of did. There it's you it. go. There we go. We figured so it I out. Running backs early. So For sure. I, I established running backs early as well. Sorry to talk over you, but like I, in leagues, I've drafted three running backs in the first three rounds. Like, and that's completely something that I can see myself doing again. So after with Miles Sanders, his teammate, Zach Ertz came off the board, followed by Keenan Allen, Leonard Fournette, Chris Carson, AJ Green, Tyler Lockett, Todd Gurley, David Johnson. So a bit of name value going here in the fourth round. Some big names. David Johnson, huge name. Todd Gurley, huge name. AJ Green, huge injury problems and a huge name as well. Do not be drafting AJ Green in the no, fourth no. round. Don't draft AJ Green at all. I would rather just stay away. And then in the the 1% shot, it hits. Fuck it. Whatever. You guys can flame me for it. I don't give a fuck. I don't like AJ Green at all. So it's our pick now, unless you want to talk about any of these other picks. Where are we yeah, looking? Real quick. I mean, in the 10th round, if I see John Brown and AJ Green, I'm going John Brown. I mean, it, it, there's just no there, – I don't want to mess with it. I don't. But we're sitting here on the board with a guy who I was actually considering taking at uh, where we're at last pick, uh, going wide receiver. I'm going to go A.J. Brown. I'm And I feel like we have a bunch of big hitters on this team where you're relying on those big games. But I just don't believe in Pittsburgh at all. I think Big Ben's kind of done. I think this was his last kind of major injury, and I think it's going to really halt him. So I do not like him as a quarterback. They're going to draft someone. So for dynasty purposes, I get around it, but in redraft, I, I don't see the value being immediate and, and helping you out. So that's why I want to go AJ Brown. Yeah, no, I, I can see that happening. Can you go to the cheat sheets thing? Well, this league is a three wide receiver league because we completely misstepped and it, yeah, I know there's three on the screen, but in reality it's two. We, oh, we just messed goodness. up and we left three there, but I'm sorry. It's a two wide receiver league. Yeah. If you guys didn't understand that we're going to be drafting like it is. So Adam Thielen, completely Adam Thielen. Still on the board, A.J. Brown, uh, Devontae Parker, if you were looking to go running back, guys like Mark Ingram, Devin Singletary, Melvin Gordon, Le'Veon Bell. So I'd probably go wide receiver here. To me, 
I actually think the pick for me is A.J. Brown as well. I do not believe in Juju. Uh, I think if I got him in the fifth round, sure, go ahead, fuck it. Maybe he'll be okay. But A.J. Brown, like you said, very should be very safe this year. And Corey Davis is never going to emerge. I know everyone on Twitter will talk about, oh, my God, fifth-year breakout and coming. No, it's, no, it's not, okay? A.J. Is. Brown is the main guy there. It, to me, I like Adam Thielen as well, and I would think about it, but I think A.J. Brown is just super safe, so that's what I'd pick. Yeah, I get that. Uh, I didn't see Adam Thielen, and, and that, that's been going on my head. In redrafts, the value for this guy is ridiculous because I'm going to tell you what. A lot of people think, oh, well, they have two first-round picks. They're going to take a wide receiver. Why? They have zero cornerbacks. I, I'm almost certain they have one on the roster. It, they have to establish that. And to establish um, that you get a good cornerback crew, you have to do it early. Um, yeah. They're sitting there, and I think both those picks are just cornerback stacks. There's a chance that Adam Thielen's going to be competing with no one or a fourth, fifth round guy. And I have zero uh, hope that that guy will pan out this season. And in a redraft, I'm loving Adam Thielen right now. And if we kind of want to safen up this team, because we did go Tyree Kill, and um, I feel like a really good move here would, would be to go Adam Thielen. Okay, I, I could see that. I just think A.J. Brown, I just have above him, but we can go either way. I just think A.J. Brown is so safe. Juju, though, completely off the board here. I don't know who the fuck yeah, likes Juju's. So we can go either A.J. Brown or Adam Thielen. To me, it's like splitting hairs. So. Yeah, heads or tails? Tails. Heads? So we're going right. Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen. I think Adam Thielen's going to be a fourth, fifth round pick in like every single draft. A lot of people are going to hate him, though, because last year he ended up getting hurt and shit like that, and he just wasn't productive at all. But I think being him being the solo uh, wide receiver on the team is really going to be a huge bonus for him. So if we look at the draft board here real quickity-quick, we can see that after we went with Adam Thielen, Juju Smith-Schuster came off the board, followed by Melvin Gordon, Robert Woods, A.J. Brown, Damian Williams, J.T., Jonathan Taylor, Devontae Parker, D.K. Metcalf, Cooper Cup, T.Y. Hilton, Marlon Mack, Baby Shark, uh, Stefan Diggs, and Calvin Ridley. So yeah. what, are you, what are you thinking about those picks? Uh, they're good. Uh, Jonathan Taylor goes late here, but in redrafts, he's a fourth round talent. Uh, people can light me up in the comment sections all you want, but let's look at some other rookie running backs from just last year where they weren't electric until late in the season in a home league. Be patient on those guys. Let other people take them, let other people buy into the hype and then go trade for them after week three or four, when they still haven't seen the volume that that, that team wanted. Um, that's when you go attack guys like that. Uh, with that being said, though, I wouldn't mind taking a guy like DeAndre Swift sitting here, but I kind of want to see where the running backs are stacking up. Yeah, and, so, and let me just say something real quick. In no world should you be taking Damian Williams over a guy like Mark Ingram, Devin Singletary, or Le'Veon Bell. In no world yeah. world should you be doing that. So look at the board real quick. Mark Ingram, Devin Singletary, Le'Veon Bell, Carrion Johnson, James Carter, and then all the other rookie running backs. So what you're talking about before, uh, Dobbins, Swift, Cam Akers. Yeah, um, I think you got to go back to running back. Again, establishing good running backs early is, is a must. Mm-hmm. Um, we look at the board. We're, we got a few guys that kind of sparked my interest. Uh, Singletary, but not, not as much as guys like Bell and, and carry on. I think the upside that, that comes with those guys is, is really, really big. I think you have two safe plays already on your running back system with uh, Chubb and, and Sanders. I think if you can go with Bell, carry on, you can, you can play the kind of risky factor and play for that huge upside because in all honesty Lev Bell carry on Johnson can provide RB one weeks and yeah. and that's what you're kind of looking at when you're getting your third running back and I'm plenty okay with that that kind of value at this pick 
Yeah, now, we're not talking about Mark Ingram because I think I'm going to get Mark Ingram wrong again because I don't like him yet again. I, I mean, him. last year I didn't like him. I thought someone was going to steal his job. We don't talk about people's jobs being stolen, but that, that could happen. But Mark Ingram, like, come on, he might score fucking a million touchdowns again, but I just don't want to draft him. I just don't believe that he will be the lead back there. So, to me, there's no real wide receivers. To me, Terry McLaurin, uh, you just wait not later. Yeah. So, I it, to me, the pick's Le'Veon Bell – because due to strictly, he is going to be the most safe. What round are we? The fifth round? The safest fifth round fucking pick I've ever seen in my life. Le'Veon Bell is going to skyrocket up the draft board to make himself undraftable. That's what's going to happen. I mean, there's a chance. Uh, but again, you're you got to make sure if you're putting Lev Bell on your on your bench right here. Uh, I mean, he'll he'll actually. I mean, we can kind of treat that wide receiver position like it's a flex. So Lev Bell as your flex is 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 something I'm very happy to see. And then you look at it, and the guy that I was talking about already, carry on. You could stack running backs here on this turn, and we'll look at the we'll look at how the how everything's falling out real quick. But yeah, um, yeah. if you could put carry on a part of your your roster too, you go with two unsafe running backs, but you you take a risk at actually being a juggernaut of your of your your league. So I like it. Yeah. So after we went with Le'Veon Bell, Marky Mark Ingram came off the board, followed by Devin Singletary, Tyler Boyd, Kyler Murray, Terry McLaurin, Hunter Henry, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson. So one, two, three, four, five quarterbacks already off the board. Pretty much those are all the top tier quarterbacks. I think if you look at the list, the only one that's still available to me that I really like is Dak Prescott, but we're still going to continue to wait on quarterback. So to me, I know you said you like carry on. I like carry on as well, but I think David Montgomery is the lottery pick I would take right here in this round. Uh, I definitely think, um, geez, fans froze. What's going on here? I definitely think the move is going running back and just establishing it. Again, we can look at these wide receivers. I mean, guys that I feel plenty comfortable taking uh, as a as a third wide receiver, uh, John Brown that you can get later, Darius Slayton way down here that you can get later. Um, I still don't believe Marvin Jones is dead because I think that offense is, Oh, I love Marvin Jones. It's still be effective. Preston Williams was, was huge when he was healthy. Uh, so these are guys that I'm plenty okay grabbing and ensuring that I have uh, workhorse running backs uh, now. So I'm plenty okay going with Montgomery. It's him and carry on right now on my mind. Um, Hunt's kind of creeping up there, but I wouldn't take him over over this, the guaranteed three downs that you're getting out of carry on Amani. Yeah, we also went very safe with our other running backs, and, and Kareem is another very safe running back. But we already have Chubb on our roster. I'm like 90% sure, do we, or no? Yes, we do. That was first. We do. Yeah, we, we have him. So drafting him and Kareem, to me, is not ideal. I think if he was to go down Kareem Hunt, top five running back most likely but I would prefer to go a different way and I would just draft David Montgomery here I think that last season everyone talked him up everyone was sucking him off saying David Montgomery is this David Montgomery is that he's got the legs of Saquon he's got the vision of fucking Michael Jackson who knows but at the end of the day David Montgomery is great he, he just is and if Matt Nagy could get out of his stupid fucking head that Tariq Cohen does not need to be in the game as much David Montgomery would rush for a thousand yards 10 touchdowns to be a god. So I like the value in David Montgomery. So after we went with uh, DeMont, Aaron Rodgers came off the board, followed by Julian Edelman, Tyler Higby, Dickie Dak Prescott, Josh Allen, Michael Gallup, James Conner, Drew Brees, Matt Ryan, Rashad Perryman, Jarvis Landry, Tom Brady, Emmanuel Sanders, Will Fuller. So I kind of gasped there reading Rashad Perryman. You're going to draft a, a Jets wide receiver in the seventh round with Adam Gaze. Come on, bud. I mean, I thought Perryman was going to be a sleeper. He ain't sleeping in the seventh round. He's fucking wide awake, and you're going to be disappointed when he slaps you in the face to wake you up in the morning. So all the quarterbacks are gone pretty much right now. Yeah, I agree. I mean, welcome to home leagues, guys. Anything can happen. You get a Jets fan in there, and they took Josh Allen, so I don't assume that team's a Jets fan. But you get a guy like that, um, they're going to just pick who they like. 
at whatever value they Oh my gosh. We can't do it though. We have too many running backs. Scroll up. I would quick. do it. In all honesty with you, again, we talked about it. I mean, look at the wide receivers. They're all still sitting here and we have the turn. So we can definitely grab one of these wide receivers. Carry on will not be there. And I'm not joking. In your home league, maybe if we don't do it here, but in your home league, if you can grab what we have five starting running backs, you can bait everyone in that league and you can get the value that you need in positions that are lacking for that running back depth. It's ridiculous. Never deny running back depth. It's huge. It's so yeah. important for your team. Um, that's my move. I know it's insane, but that's what I would be going with. Yeah, and you also have to understand when you're doing a move like this, if you want to try to do trade bait, you have to understand if you've been in the league for a while, you just have to realize if people are going to trade or not because there's leagues where people, there's literally will be one trade a season or two trades a season or no trades. But then there's other leagues where people are moving people like they're drug addicts or something. They're just throwing, they're like boom, 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 throwing their picks left and right, throwing these players left and right. There's leagues like that. To me, I wouldn't pick on Johnson here. There's no shot he falls back to us, but I just like Debo too much to, to miss out on him. He was the best wide receiver on the board to me. That's who I would go with. Uh, we look at okay. Here's my thing. They have two first-round picks. We've talked about it. All the 49ers fans are like, Debo will not be the best wide receiver. I know you guys are typing your comments. Um, they're going to grab one of those wide receivers, and it will take away from, from Debo's overall uh, value. And to go along with that, um, they also are a running team. So I, I struggle yeah. to get around Debo right now. Obviously, when you guys are making redrafts, um, you are not drafting it uh, pre-NFL draft. That's craziness. But you'll know if Debo will have competition. And, and that's more of a let's let's kind of play it out. Let's watch what goes on in the draft uh, to see if Debo's value changes. Yeah. I just think Carrion's too hard to pass up. I mean, it, it's it's on you. You make the pick. I, I wanted to go with uh, with this, with a heavy running back, so I'll let you make the choice here. Yeah, see, the thing is, I don't, I don't like – any of the other wide receivers below Debo as much as I like Debo. To me, Christian Kirk, I think, could be great. But now they have DeAndre Hopkins. That does kind of worry me. John Brown, I think, could be great as well. But I would I would just – I feel so safe with Debo that I just don't think I could pick Carryon because Carryon might play four games, like – and you know that. But he yeah. might also be play 16 games and be a running back one, so. And I think we can get away with it. You're right, because we can get Kareem Hunt, Raheem Moster uh, coming up. So I, I'm okay yeah. with, with – oh, wow. Good job, Tyler. I'm okay with, with sitting on that. So, yeah, Devo's, Devo will go with. Why not? So, yeah, so. After no, was, okay, he did. He went off. All right. Yeah, all right. <laughs> way it comes to us. All right, I'll give yeah. it the recap. Okay, so after we went with Debo, Marvin Jones, John Brown, Jameson Crowder, Carry On, Hollywood Brown, DeAndre Swift, Philip Lindsay, Darius Geis. DeAndre Swift is going to go right next to Jonathan Taylor. Most likely in your fantasy draft, they will go within five, ten picks of each other. So, a four round difference or whatever round difference is fucking crazy. So it's our yeah. pick now. We don't have a quarterback. We don't have a tight end. Are we looking for a quarterback soon? We staying away still. Nope. To me, we're yeah. I, I agree. We're staying away. Taking quarterbacks early in home leagues is useless because I guarantee you, no one's doubling up on quarterbacks at all. You're gonna get whoever you want, and you can count on if you have a if you have a loaded roster like this. I mean, we'll read it off: Nick Chubb, Miles Sanders. You got Tyree Kill, Adam Thielen, Debo. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, uh, Montgomery, you don't need a good quarterback. You just don't. You can rely uh, – you can hope for a hit on a guy like Daniel Jones or a guy like uh, Drew Locke. You can hope for a hit like that and be, be plenty okay with it. You don't really need the uh, the quarterback yet, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I do disagree with something you said, though, where you said that not a lot of people do draft two quarterbacks, I've noticed, in, in these kind of leagues. Yeah. Uh, most of my home leagues, I mean, guys will guys will go for their name value and then – 
they'll start realizing they're falling behind other spots. So again, you guys are playing it how your league's playing it. If you yeah. are sitting here and your your only options are let's say your Kirk Cousins down, you gotta go it. You just gotta prey on a Darnold or a Bridgewater or just hope that those guys will be effective. But if we're sitting here and this is still what the board looks like, I am plenty okay waiting. Yeah, no, I, I agree with the, how the board's looking more waiting. So are you going to look running back here? Or are we just going to hammer out a bunch of wide receivers? I am hammer running back because wide receivers can always hit. Running backs are very dependent on situation. Uh, and a guy with a pretty solid situation that's going to catch a lot of passes um, is Kareem Hunt. And, and again, we played the game. If He's the best handcuff in football by a mile. If you can get Kareem Hunt uh, to establish that handcuff, the startable um, potential, and, and the fact that he could add running value for that team as well. I really like Kareem Hunt. Uh, Raheem Mostert would be another guy I'd put in the back of my mind, but Kareem Hunt's my pick. Yeah, on a team that is going to likely rush the ball 30-plus times a game, you figure 25 to Chubb, 10 to Kareem. I, I love this pick here. I would have picked, like I said, picked Montgomery over him because I think that he has that standalone value. But this value right here is amazing. And now we just don't really have to pick running backs again. We can no, just no. hammer out. A bunch of wide receivers so this is just something that we always like i always like to do in my draft so as we scroll down here to look at our team real quick or we already know our fucking team so the other teams looking at here after we went with kareem christian kirk can't the board followed by sterling shepherd raheem moster jordan howard darius slayton cam Akers, james white mike williams cd lamb darrell henderson robbie anderson preston williams alshon jeffrey ronaldo jones are any of those picks there you want to talk about yeah, uh, Preston Williams, uh, CeeDee Lamb, Darius Slayton, all guys that I was looking at at this upcoming pick as a sleeper kind of wide receiver. Um, looking at the board, though, when was the last time we saw a tight end go? It was three rounds ago, and, and there's still a guy who I have faith in. He's injured a lot, but the value that you get out of him is top five when he's healthy. Uh, Evan Ingram's definitely a guy I'm looking at. Let's see what other wide receivers we got. Oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry I made us wait. John Ross. Interesting. Sauce boss. At the next at the roll around, I'd be interested in taking John Ross because of the value he can get with uh, with Joe Burrow on the deep ball could be very effective. He could John Ross could be the um, I just blanked number two LSU wide receiver. You guys can kill me in the comments if you'd like um, Jamar Chase. He could be the Jamar Chase of this offense uh, that deep ball threat um, mm -hmm. where Boyd is kind of playing the underneath uh, the Justin Jefferson. So I think John Ross is a lot of value that just isn't being talked about, but I think we can get him later. I think my pick is, is Evan Ingram here, unless you have a different direction. Yeah. I, I, we have a look at the Titans real quick, but let me just talk real quick. I think people are, you're fooling yourself. If you think AJ green is going to play like more than three games, you're just fooling yourself. So yeah, to me, Evan Ingram is by far and away the best tight end available. I completely agree with what you said about his value. But the issue to me is he just misses so many games, but we're so late in the draft that I just take it right now and just say, fuck it. Let me draft Evan Ingram. But I think in a lot of leagues, Evan Ingram might be coming off the board in like the sixth round. And because people just believe like if he can stay healthy, he can do it, which is what we believe as well. But I just don't believe he will stay healthy for more than like seven games, to be honest with you. Yeah. I, I mean, the, again, the value you're getting and your team is already, is already so stacked. That if you're like if you're sitting midway through the season and Evan Ingram isn't remaining healthy and you're like, hey, David Montgomery's been rolling, but I don't have a starting spot for him on my team, just go, hey, uh, I got David Montgomery for you. Let me see if I can get Mark Andrews. Maybe give up, you know, maybe some value any anywhere you find it, yeah. um, and you go get the the tight end that you feel a lot safer with. Um, I think the value though right here is is just a little too good though. 
Yeah, I agree. And also, it's a 12-team league, so you can just say, fuck Evan Ingram, cut his ass, pick someone else up. I mean, it's not a 14-team league. In a 12-team league, you can easily, most likely, find someone to start off of the um, waiver wire. So, as we're looking at the draft here, a lot more running bikes and wide receivers are flying off the board here. Yet again, no more quarterbacks. So, after with Evan Ingram, Devontae Freeman, who is yet to find a home, has been selected, followed by Austin Hooper, Golden Tate, Tariq Cohen, Jared Cook, Jerry Judy, Sony Michelle, and Kenny Stills. So, right now, I feel like we just have to go all wide receivers until we pick a quarterback. Yeah, that's that's reasonable. I mean, we got three more bench spots to go with uh, here. Um, again, we're playing this home league style. So we got kickers and we got defenses in here. Um, no one's talking about it, but I'll go ahead and talk about it real quick while we have time. Um, defenses that I'm looking at, I think the Buffalo Bills are going to be the, the, the defense number one at the end of the season. I think 49ers will be right after them, Steelers and then Ravens in that order. Um, I think there's a few more dark horse defenses that, that potentially could be good. The Chargers, I could definitely see as a top five. No one's talking about uh, defenses at all, but I wanted to make sure that that's shouted out because defenses in home leagues are very vital. Uh, people use them in these redrafts and uh, no one really covers that kind of content right now. So I, I want to make sure you guys kind of have that base covered and we'll get to it when we do go to defense. So where are you looking at? We're looking at wide receivers, right? Uh, let's see here. We'll scroll up a bit because the, the, the list of wide receivers back here is just either completely hit or miss. And a lot of these guys that you're drafting late are going to get absolutely You're just going to cut the fuck out of these guys and just add a, a completely new brand new wide receiver week one, week two that pops off. Anthony Miller, I like if big dick Nick Foles is the quarterback. Brandon Cooks has some value to me if he moves teams. If he's not on the Rams, I like Deontay Johnson. I think John Ross will come back to us if we pick Deontay Johnson yeah. Uh, another guy, Michael Hardman. So these two, it's it's a pick your poison of deep threat wide receivers. If you want to go Deontay Johnson, I'm good with it. I still think Big Ben's going to die. Um, not not real die, but like die off as a as a relevant offensive playmaker. So I, I kind of struggle to get around that, but I, I can go with Deontay Johnson and feel okay with it because our wide receiver crew again is really really good. Um, Tyreek to to Debo to Adam Thielen. It's you got a really good wide receiver core you can kind of trust in, in taking a guy that could potentially have the value if, if their offense is effective. Yeah, I, I think Deontay Johnson is just very safe. Like we saw last year, him blow up. The thing is, if, if Big Ben dies, I will have zero confidence in him. I would just cut him, to be honest with you. Because yeah. who's their backup? Duck Hodges, the guy who got smacked in the face, Mason Rudolph. Like, oh. come on. Brandon Cooks, uh, Anthony Miller, Nikhil Harry, Tevin Coleman, Randall Cobb, J.K. Dobbins, uh, Latavius Murray, Curtis Samuel, Mecole Hardman, Hunter Renfro, D.D. Westbrook, Boston Scott, Jamal Williams, Rashad, Injury Tent, Penny, and now it is our pick. I mean, we need to get a quarterback eventually, but no one's going to take one, so we should just hammer out and get your boy John Ross. Yeah, again, not taking in a while. And when we start seeing quarterbacks fall, then then I'll then I'll make a move. But right now, when it's when quarterbacks aren't falling, again, guys, home leagues, you're adjusting to everyone else. You can come in with the most research. You can come in with the most uh, most evidence, the the biggest um, I guess overhang of, of talent in fantasy, however that's possible. Um, and you still have to adjust to everything that happens around you. Again, if we see in the first three rounds, you see a bunch of quarterbacks go off, and this is what your board is looking after three rounds, you're making a quarterback move there. Uh, if this is what it's looking after 10, you're sitting and waiting. So you're yeah. just adjusting off of everyone else. And yeah, John Ross is my pick. The fact that he's still here is kind of crazy. Yeah, I think John Ross, if he has a decent amount of value, he he had some good games last year. The only worry with him is he has been kind of injury prone. I, I believe so. I don't, I think yeah. he's missed a ton of games, but I mean, as a guy you're picking in the fucking 11th round, I mean, if he breaks his leg, 
doesn't really matter. You just have the value of a guy that potentially could be a top 25 wide receiver. Uh, so after John Ross was Carlos Hyde, Duke Johnson, uh, Malcolm Brown, Sammy Watkins, Dallas Godert, Tyrell Williams, Noah Fant, Cole Beasley. So we have one more bench spot, and then we got to snag our quarterback. So probably just going to go wide receiver again here. I mean, uh, the- uh, Tony Pollard. Uh, Zeke's been up and down. Uh, I think I think the contract will start affecting him. And, and again, Tony Pollard and Chase Edmonds are some of the best handcuffs to go along with uh, with the Kareem Hunt um, and then the San Francisco guys as well. But Tony Pollard and, and Chase Edmonds are guys I'm looking at right now is really awesome handcuffs to whoever has Kenyon Drake, whoever has Zeke. Uh, I think it's a really great, great guy to get because those guys aren't always healthy. And, and if you can end up landing the starting running back for the Dallas Cowboys this late or the starting running back for a really high octane offense in Arizona, I'd be very happy doing that. I'm going to be honest with you. I like the guy above him more, Alexander Madison, just due to uh, Dalvin Cook's injury concerns. That's fair. Um, I'd be good going anywhere. I think this late you go, you, you take one of those uh, handcuffs to an injury prone back. Um so, yeah, I, I mean, I wasn't even looking at his name. I was so attached to Pollard. Yeah, Madison would be a great pick here as well. So, uh, your pick, I'll let you take this one. You you grab – you want Madison. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the wide receivers available right now, there's just no one available. Like, like I mean, you could take the guess and hope Deshaun Jackson plays four games, but fuck it. Just just go running back. Just pray – well, you don't want to hope, hope that Dalvin Cook gets hurt, but Dalvin Cook probably prays that he doesn't get hurt, and he's still going to get hurt every fucking season, so – Let's go with Alexander Mattison here. He's looking quite cute in that picture. Yeah, right? Like, what's going on? I hope he's not drafting here. He's not going to like that picture. Again, handcuffs, guys. You know, the, the, the value you can get just for trading away a handcuff. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, what happened? <laughs> go look at the board. Okay. All right. All right. All right. What's the silliness? Did we get kickers? No, no, no. We just got absolutely sniped. So, after we went Alexander Madison, Deshaun Jackson, Janu Smith, Carson Wentz, Matthew Stafford, OJ Howard, Jared Goff, Ryan Tannehill, Tony Pollard, San Francisco, Gus Bus Edwards, uh, Naheem Hines, TJ Hawkinson, Matt Burita, and Baker Mayfield, your favorite quarterback. Not worried because we still got a guy on the board who's actually right there at the top, and I'm ready to go ahead and pull the trigger. Daniel Jones has great mobility. Um, he's, he's a really solid developing quarterback uh, passing-wise. I'm plenty okay going with him. That You have value everywhere else. You don't need a quarterback that's going to put up star numbers every single week. You're getting your value out of your core players you picked earlier. Uh, I think getting Daniel Jones is – you have a lot of upside with him. Um, he had a bunch of 30-point games last year. I mean, so he, he's shown that upside. Uh, and you may not get that every week. You may not get peak value out of him. But sitting here in what – what are we at, like the 13th round or something crazy? Yeah, 13th round. Yeah. Yeah, so we're – I think Daniel Jones is a great move here. Yeah, so do I. I mean, I just would have preferred Carson Wentz. And I don't even – I hate Carson Wentz. I'm not someone who will even draft Carson Wentz in most leagues because Carson Wentz is going to go higher than this. Daniel Jones, I made a sleeper video on quarterbacks. He's on the fucking cover of that picture, of that of that video. I love him that much. Daniel Danny Dimes, if he could just figure out how not to fumble the ball. I mean, I don't know if he has fumbleitis, if he's got butterfingers or something. But that man just loves dropping the ball, and he loves getting drafted ahead of all these other guys and, and have the fans hate him. But after Danny Dimes came out the board, Big Ben, Roethlisberger, you like that, Kirk Cousins, Mike Gesicki, and then Joe Big Cogburro, followed by a bunch of defenses. And I know you like to talk about defenses. And no one talks about defense. I fucking hate defenses. I don't. Dude, I the way I the way I pick defenses is I said it's in every video. The schedule comes out 
in May, I think. It normally yeah. comes out earlier than this. So you go on Google, you type in the NFL schedule, and you find, holy shit, look, you can see who they're playing week one, and then you figure out who they're playing is bad, and you draft them. It's that easy, and then you cut them week two. And yeah. you just watch my videos every single week. You subscribe, you watch the videos, and you learn who to pick up. You pick them up, and then you beat the shit out of your opponent with, like, the, the Dolphins defense because they're playing the fucking Jets, and Sammy Mono is terrible, and then you win. It's, like, that easy. It's, like, it's crazy how people don't know that you can do this. Your yeah. strategy also works. If you draft a d- defense that is long-term god tier, the Patriots, if you had them for the first eight weeks, they were individually railing your de- your opponent every week. Same thing with the Bears, uh, not last year, but the year before. So you can obviously tell me which defense you want to pick here. Just, just tell me what you want to yeah. do. Bouncing off your scheduling, um, I had New England in my draft. I drafted them. You look at the schedule. Uh, when you're in a redraft, your, your schedules are going to be out by the time you're doing your redrafts you know who your team's playing. New England had a horrible first eight games like uh, of talent that they're facing where they're just going to blow these guys out. And I swooped them up and I'm like, this, this will be easy because I had a guy take the bears in the ninth round because he was afraid I was going to snipe him. No defenses repeat as the number one defense. I do not think the uh, New England uh, defense will. My strategy of playing this is who I think will be that New England kind of based uh, defense this year. And there was a defense that towards the end of the year was, was quite elite for you, um, provides a lot of value in a, in a rough division. You're looking at the Bills. They have to face the Jets twice, Miami twice, New England twice, and all, all three of those teams either have a growing offense that's not put together yet, an offense that has fallen apart, and Buffalo's going to go get to play them six times a year. Um, I don't know who else they play because the schedule's not out, but I'll take that. Um, and I'll take the chances of them actually being the number one defense this year. That's, that's where my chips are all in. Um, I have Buffalo here uh, as my number one defense and getting them even with four other defenses coming off. I'm plenty okay with that value. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, Jarrett Stidham's favorite quarterback or wide receiver might be a corner on the fucking bills. So Jarrett Stidham's garbage. So a bunch of kickers are going to come off the board. So I just wanted to explain something real quick. Don't draft the defense before the last two, three rounds. I mean, some people, they're a bit crazy. They say, fuck it. The round before, do whatever you want. Kicker to me, very. I've actually, I no, really, I've changed my mind on kickers. If I can get Justin Tucker, I feel so confident in him. I pick him like two rounds early, but that never happens because some asshat will pick Justin Tucker in the ninth round, so you can never do it. But I mean, that's the dream, the wet dream for me. But for kickers, to me, is I have no idea who's a good kicker. I really, in in, besides a guy like Tucker, Bucker, Lutz, Greg the Legs Erline. After that, it's just a travesty. And you're just guessing every week to me. But you're a kicker expert, so what do you think? Is there a line on the, the Cowboys? I'm not a kicker expert because I have to ask that question. Um, what I do know is what, what offenses – Yeah, dude, that's insane. Uh, what offenses are terrible at getting it in the end zone but are great getting it to the end zone? Uh, there's a defense who I – uh, a kicker that I always like to grab because Matt of Prater. this. Issue. Um, there's actually a few of them. Uh, Matt, Matt Prater – with Detroit, Matt Stafford is the king of let's get to the red zone and then kick a fucking field goal. So that's a great move. Yeah. Um, Dean Gonzalez, we saw that firsthand uh, with Arizona. I think their offense will be better. So I'm not going Dean Gonzalez. You get DeAndre Hopkins of the red zone. I, I don't want to mess with that. Here, let, let me um, guess who it is. Let me guess. Is it Joey Sly? It is not. Fuck. I love it Joey Sly. Um, I'm, I'm just, I got one more guy I want to touch on and then I'll make this pick. Kiami Fairbairn. So... Houston lost their, in my opinion, their best red zone target. You have Deshaun Watson, who's going to be forced to do a lot 
I think he has the skill to consistently get into the red zone, but not be able to finish the job. I think that offense is going to be really rough. My pick is either Fairburn from Houston. Fairburn from Houston. <laughs> or I go Matt Prater. Uh, right now, uh, I'm leaning leaning Fairburn. Okay, no, I, I'm fine with that pick. Joey Sly literally, like, won me games last year. That guy's a god. And Teddy Checkdown, he, he's, he's not going to be getting them into the end zone all that much unless Christian McCaffrey hops them in there. So I like Mr. Uh, Sly as well. So the draft's over. We got to be – Fuck the grade. Who cares? Yeah, like, fuck who, fantasy pros. Agent. No, don't say that, man. I love fantasy pros. You know, maybe they want to sponsor me. Winky face. Uh. <laughs> Our team at the end of the draft. Thank you to Alex M again for requesting this. Make sure you guys leave some comments down below. Hit that subscribe button. But follow Tyler on Twitter. Follow his their YouTube channel. So our finishing roster right here. We got quarterback Danny Dimes. Our two running backs are Nick Chubb and Miles Sanders. Our two wide receivers are Hill and Adam Thielen because this was supposed to be a two wide receiver draft, not three, but it didn't even really affect the ADP at all. And then we got Debo Samuel, tight end, uh, Evan Ingram, defense, Bills, kicker, Fairbairn. So our flex likely would be Le'Veon Bell. Uh depending on who they're playing, obviously, but most weeks, Le'Veon Bell, David Montgomery, Kareem Hunt, Deontay Johnson, John Ross, and our golden ticket, Willy Wonka style, Alexander Madison. Yeah. Dalvin Cook gets hurt. You're coming in your pants. Alexander Madison's going to be a god. So you got anything else here to say before we end the video here? Yeah, keep in mind, we fucked it up, and it's supposed to be two wide receivers. So you got Debo sitting on your bench as well. Uh, You should be very comfortable with the roster you have. Um, I'm kind of curious what they think our projected standings will be because we're definitely the best. Oh, no. We're definitely not signing in right now. Hell no. No. Um, (laughs) So Fantasy Pros uh, gets us again. Um, The roster was really good. I'm very happy with how we formulated it all. Um, Are we going to get it? No, No, we won't. But who cares? Um, Our roster was really good. Wide receivers. We established early, so we didn't really need to touch on too late. We got excellent running back depth. In home leagues, it's huge that you do. And then watch your defense, um, watch the schedules, and watch your kickers too. Uh, Look for those offenses that can't convert. Um, No one's talking about kickers and defenses. I will. Um, I'm going to try and get content on our channel out uh, weekly on defensive kickers. So, um, yeah, uh, excited for the season. Hopefully, Alex M., right? Shout out to Alex M. Goat. Likes this draft. We tried to kill it for you. Yeah, for sure. So thank you guys all for watching this video. Check out all of Tyler's content down below in the description. Make sure you have a great rest of your goddamn day. Click that subscribe button, man. Like it's free. You know, it's just going to be a great time all season long. There's so many videos every week. It's going to make your head explode. So have a great rest of your day. I love each and every single one of you guys. Make sure you have a great rest of your day. As always, peace out.